Good morning, my fellow cosmic beings, my fellow cosmic brothers and sisters. Welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Ashley. For those of you who are new here, I am Ashley Henry. I am the host of this podcast. I am an intuitive astrologer and tarot reader here on YouTube based in the UK. And this channel is for spiritual discussion. So I talk to you guys about the lunations each month and also bring to you any information about the transits as in when I feel guided to as well as regular tarot readings so if you are new here welcome 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 and if you are returning thank you so much for supporting this channel please do not forget to like comment and subscribe especially as today is my birthday so I would love to have some new subscribers some new comments and some new people to connect with from today onwards so Today, I want to talk to you guys about the full moon in Virgo taking place on the 18th of March. Today, we actually have the new moon in Pisces. Um, If you haven't already, please do check out, it will be somewhere here, the new moon in Pisces interpreted by me the kind of themes that could come up for you in your life and the kind of themes that you can see happening around the world. Um, And if you haven't as well, you might want to check out my interpretation of February, the new moon in Aquarius and the full moon in Leo, where I actually spoke about um, Russia invading Ukraine and um, there there not being a lot of information um, or clarity around why this has actually reached this point, um, which will continue into the next six months okay there's going to be a lot of confusion disillusion dishonesty deception around what is going on and how we're going to resolve this issue okay so full moon in virgo i'm just going to read to you guys what spirit was telling me because let's start on a personal level on a personal level you're going to be encouraged to be more versatile more adaptable more mutable reason being is because virgo and pisces are mutable signs okay so both signs have an issue with establishing boundaries they have an ability an infinite ability to be of service to others and to give their energy to other people to extend their love and grace towards others as well um but the thing about pisces and virgo is that they can do that to their own detriment sometimes they victimize themselves they um put their their needs on the back burner they serve people more than they would serve themselves okay and Pisces and Virgo usually do this from a wounded place it's usually from a place of um, lack of confidence lack of self-worth lack of um, understanding of one's identity that makes them want to be recognized or want to be used or want to be depended on in some shape or form so in your own personal lives wherever Virgo sits in your chart and wherever Pisces sits in your chart you get some information about how you may be going above and beyond in certain situations with other people especially where other people are concerned where you might not have your own personal boundaries as well where you might not be um, able to control yourself when it comes to those areas of your lives Um, for example Pisces especially with Jupiter in Pisces can be very greedy Um, and one of the things that I struggle with is knowing when to stop eating 
eating. I've had a long battle with my weight in the past and I had to do a lot of um, subconscious work, um, internal, emotional um, baggage clearing to recognize that this was something that came from childhood and it was a comforting, a kind of escape for me. So with Jupiter in Pisces, with the moon in Pisces, with the sun in Pisces, with Neptune in Pisces, there's going to be this concentrated um, effort on your behalf to recognize where certain wounds are showing up and how you may be feeding those wounds or how you have been feeding those wounds in your life. Now, full moon in Virgo gives you the practicality to address those issues. By analyzing what's going on in your subconscious, by analyzing your behavior that is, um, that is influenced by your subconscious mind, especially if you have like really vivid dreams or you daydream a lot or you just get a lot of downloads, which a lot of people are getting at the moment. A lot of people are experiencing telepathy. A lot of people are experiencing this spiritual connection to their siblings, to their neighbors, and just having a, a knowing in them, which is what Pisces creates, a, a knowing um, intuitively that something is not right or something is right or that something needs to be brought up to the surface to be paid attention to. Now, the full moon in Virgo can help you to practically release those issues, to release those patterns, those especially karmic patterns that you may have in relation to those kind of traits and those areas of your life. So I'm just going to go ahead and read what Spirit gave me. So when the moon is full in the sign of Virgo, we are encouraged to learn to surrender our idea of control, to surrender our, our unrealistic expectations, to surrender the subconscious trauma and baggage that we hold in our bodies to allow ourselves to feel, be and remain still as well as silent. Now Pisces is an isolated sign and Virgo takes on that trait of Pisces in the sense that although Virgo likes to be social to some degree with people or likes to be in the company of people or likes to support or help people, they also are very reserved and observant like Pisces. They like to feel out their environment. They like to analyze and um, logically apply themselves in their environment. And to do that, they have to... Um, they have to feel out the energy, okay? So that's one of the things that Virgo is gonna be helping you do during this full moon period, is feeling out the energy and releasing certain things that no longer serve you and allowing yourself to be still in those moments and to appreciate that this is a process that you're going through and you have to learn to surrender your control. And also to surrender things that you need to let go of, like certain expectations of yourself or of others and certain um, patterns and behaviors. Virgo rules our daily routines, so things we do on a daily basis and also things that we access on a daily basis, so things that we use on a daily basis like our technology, phones, um, cars, um, resources as well, like gas, electric, food, all those things that we use daily Virgo is going to be allowing us to release the need to rely on these things and for good reason as well. So Virgo is a very analytical, practical and logical sign. It rules the sixth house in astrology, which rules our daily activities, work, routine, structure, organization, attention to detail, logic, health, physical activity and mental stimulation. 
Virgo helps us establish how the individual implements itself in its environment. And through Virgo, we understand that the physical body and the spiritual body must be in tandem in order for us to excel, okay? They must be on the same page, otherwise the vitality of the individual is weakened. Exhaustion, obsession, perfectionism, idealism, overthinking, escapism are all the themes that occur as a result of this Pisces-Virgo axis. We also have deception, lies, illusion, codependency, um, and also, Something that I don't see people talk about often when it comes to Virgo is the ability to be cunning and to be deceptive themselves. Like Virgos have this ability to analyze what people need. So sometimes they put themselves in a position to be needed by these people. And whether they do that on a conscious level or subconscious level, it's very cunning to put yourself in a position where someone is codependent on you, codependent on something that you give, something that you bring to the table, because it makes means that person never has to um first of all be independent because they can rely on you for whatever it is that they get and second of all it means that you enable certain behaviors and thirdly it means that you prevent them from um actually relying on themselves okay and that can be a very dangerous relationship to breed especially when it comes to pisces and virgo this full moon in Virgo is asking us to release any outdated patterns in our subconscious, any bondage that we have to fear, anxiety, anything that prevents us from being in alignment with our highest self. Part of that is holding space for forgiveness, for compassion and understanding. And a very bigger part of that is releasing events from the past and an old way of seeing the world and an old way of existing in it. Now, what you're seeing happening around you is a need to release the old from the past, traumatic experiences from the past, traumatic ways of um, engaging in the world and its affairs. Now, around the world, we're seeing things being dragged up from the past, okay? What you're seeing happening in front of you, what has been happening for the last two years, what's going to be happening for the next 10 years is not things that are new. And I, I, I need people to understand this. These things are not new. And every single time they happen, they paint it in a different light. They paint it in a new light as if these things have never happened before. They've been in these positions before. They know the reasons why these things are happening. They know how to prevent these situations from happening, but they choose not to. And that's where not seeing clearly comes into effect, especially on this Pisces Virgo's axis, because with a lot of energy in the sign of Pisces, a lot of celestial bodies, especially the outer planets and the inner planets, it means that there's significant change happening for the collective and for us on an individual level. And it's very important that we understand that these things that we're experiencing, whether it be COVID, whether it be conflict, whether it be isolation, whether it be imprisonment, whether it be um, abandonment or any of those kind of qualities or uh, experiences, we are not new to these experiences, okay? What is happening is there is triggering, triggering a trauma response. 
okay a trauma response is being triggered at the moment and one of the things that i saw when i was looking in the chart is that the people not the government the people are going to be the ones to put an end to this consistent cycle that happens like every um when was the last one it's like every 80 odd years or something like that i don't know um it used to be more frequent so from uh i can't remember when the first world war was but then the second one was in 1939 and it continued until like 1945 and then we haven't had like a kind of war since but there's been conflicts brewing beneath the surface like people keep going back to the same old outdated patterns and the old ways of doing things in the world and this is what's breeding conflict and it's almost as if this is the last official time that we can get it right and that's what virgo is there for when I was speaking to spirit, spirit gave me the title that we need to be the peace that we want to see in the world. We have to create space for that peace. We cannot just hope and wish and dream and fantasize about people getting along, people being on the same page um, and things working themselves out. That is not going to work. We have to be practical. We have to be grounded and we have to be logical about the decisions we are making. That is a very important part of this um, experience is being practical and being logical and being intentional if we want peace we have to create that peace okay if we want war we will create space for war right sorry for my little rant <laughs> um so a lot of people are holding on to things from the past like i just discussed this is why things escalate the way they do it's when we live in the past we can become destructive virgo being ruled by mercury is very thoughtful but also like to play the victim as pisces does sometimes pisces and virgos especially when they're very undeveloped do not see their contribution to the negative things that happen in their environment and a lot of um pisces and virgos lessons in in life is learning how much they contribute to things panning out in their reality how much energy they're giving out the kind of energy they're giving out as well because pisces is the 12th house which focuses on our spiritual body um our aura our energy um our energetic field and how we manifest how we uh attract and um repel things and virgo is focused on the physical part of that now when our body is physically strong we're more able to attract the things that we desire when our body is physically weak when we don't eat well when we don't sleep well when we don't exercise then we attract more negative things into our environment now at the moment the world's body is being shaken for significant change to come in and that's what we're seeing at the moment all right so Virgo sometimes doesn't see how operate, operating from a place of lack by consistently being of service to others creates a sen sense of resentment like Pisces. When Virgo and Pisces feel as if they've been taken for granted or that their kindness has been taken for weakness, they respond by being destructive, even if what they choose to do is going to sabotage or sacrifice themselves in some shape or form. 
Pisces is the house of sacrifice and Virgo is the house of service, which is why it rules public servants, military services, volunteers, because all these people are being of service to a cause through sacrificing some part of themselves with that, whether that be time, energy, or even their life for nothing in return, except to feel needed to feel worthy. Now, those two words or two sentences are very important because to feel needed and to feel worthy is exactly what Pisces and Virgo want and need to feel fulfilled okay it's like they have a, a never-ending void when it comes to um how they can be of need or be of worth to other people and through other people is how they get that sense of fulfillment around their worth and um whether they're needed or not they have to be in a position to contribute whatever it is that they can bring to the table otherwise their sense of vitality is weakened is damaged okay and it's all to do with their perception Pisces and Virgo do not see things clearly, okay? They don't see things clearly. So with this full moon in Virgo, and I'm just gonna pull up the chart now uh, after I've done my waffling, this full moon in Virgo has a stelium, okay? A stelium between four planets at this point. And we still have the sun, Neptune, Jupiter, and Mercury. Now, this is important because, and not just because um, we've just had, we're just having a new moon in Pisces, but because Mercury is in Pisces here. Virgo is ruled by Mercury, okay? And like I said, Mercury is focused on our um, intellect, our education, our communication. It's also about neighbors, siblings, um, travel, immediate travel, local travel. So when Mercury is in Pisces, it's the end of something. It's the ending of something to do with those kind of areas of our lives, especially when it comes to daily routines or things that we use on a daily basis. Something is ending here. And I feel like it's ending of the abuse of certain resources and also the ending of not having boundaries because Pisces in Mercury is going to whiz right through and then by the 27th of March Mercury will enter Aries um, which for me is quite scary um, because it means that I don't think this situation is going to end very soon. Now one of the things that is interesting about Mercury in Pisces and the full moon being in Virgo. It tells me that there's gonna be some sort of surrendering. There's gonna be some sort of um, letting go of something. Someone has to surrender their control over something or their expectation of something. And it may be that someone has to back off or step down or change their mind or opinion or change their course of direction when it comes to whatever it is they were deciding to originally do. It also feels like um, Mercury and Pisces is kind of like, I just want peace. That's what 
Pisces and Virgo just want peace on most occasions. Unless it's them that's causing the havoc, they just want peace. Especially when things around them are getting out of hand, they prefer, they prefer to choose love and peace above all things. Now with Mercury whizzing through Pisces, it's the ending of something so something else can start. And because it moves into Aries, I don't know if that's a good thing of whatever might be starting, okay? So let's have a look at other parts of the chart that I found significant so first of all the chart ruler is in Venus I'm looking at the chart based in the UK so Venus has a tendency to fight as well people talk about this often but I don't feel like people understand what that means Venus will go to war for what it believes is is right okay Venus is centered around value so if someone feels like their values are not being upheld or not being respected then the next step is for you to feel my raft basically because Venus is all about feeling when we talk about Venus, we talk about sensuality, we talk about feminine energy, we talk about love, we talk about um, nurturing, caring, but also we don't always talk about how when we feel offended or when we feel that our our loved ones are being threatened in some shape or form, how we become how we can become destructive, how we can have and adapt a warlike spirit. Okay, so in this chart, we also have Uranus and we have the North Node in the first house. And most importantly, the thing that I see here that is very interesting is that I see Saturn, Venus actually itself, and Mars in a stellium in Aquarius in the 10th house. I genuinely feel like the people are going to be fighting not themselves, but the government. The people are going to get to a point where it's like, you guys put us in this situation. You guys keep putting us in this mess. Whenever you guys make decisions, somebody's always suffering. So people might be out there protesting, but it feels like it's gonna be kind of like violent because Venus and Mars are building up to the same degree. Venus is actually ahead of Mars at 11 degrees, which is a very spiritual degree, okay? And also an uh, Aquarius degree. So with the 10th house being highlighted here with a stellium in Aquarius, it tells me that something significant, especially as we fast forward to 2023 when Pluto moves into Aquarius and, and Pluto is not far behind right now. It's at 28 degrees. So it has a whole another year before it moves into Aquarius. But it's something that the people are going to do that is going to set the tone for the next year. We also have in Aquarius's house, Pisces on the cusp with the Sun, Jupiter, Neptune and Mercury here. So Aquarius and Pisces are working very close together and Virgo is giving them the practicality to do that. So I see a lot of people doing things under the surface okay a lot of people may be coming together to do things they're just dismissing what the government are doing um especially one of the things that i heard is um divide and conquer when i was thinking about sorry guys when i was thinking about this lunation i was thinking about divide and conquer and it felt like this is another 
pattern that keeps happening there's always some sort of divide and the more they divide us the more they're able to conquer whatever it is that they're trying to bloody achieve okay whatever motive it is that they have this time round. Um, and there's a realization, especially for the people, a spiritual awakeness, a spiritual, a spiritual understanding that this is pointless. Like all this fighting, all this conflict is pointless. People are realizing that we actually don't need to do these things. We actually don't need to have this conflict. We actually don't need to play into these narratives. We can choose to do our own thing. And that's why Uranus and the North Node is in the first house because this is the way of the collective. This is our true North Node this 18 month period okay to follow ourselves to follow our own values and opinions and even if we disagree with people not to get in arms with them about those disagreements personally for me I don't care what type what side of this political argument you sit on nobody and I mean nobody should be dragged into situations where their lives are put at risk because two grown people or grown people around the world cannot come to some sort of agreement. As far as I'm concerned, put them in a cage, let them fight amongst themselves. We should not be brought into this situation. Innocent people, innocent lives shall not be lost, okay? One of the things that screams um, importance for me as well is that we have a lot of fortune in... Um, the seventh house and we have the south node in scorpio in the seventh house there needs to be a letting go of these alliances or these partnerships there needs to be a rejig of how the world um partners with each other how they collaborate with each other one of the things that came up significantly for me is a realization that we don't own anything here and I've said it in many videos before that we are just inhabitants. So the concept of people fighting over things or disagreeing about things that they think they own or they think they have the right to, whether it be land, whether it be resources, whether it be gas, electric, whether it be um, technology, whether it be nuclear bombs, whether it be fucking missiles, whether it be planes, troops, military, whatever. The fact that people think they have the right to disagree or argue about these resources is absolutely insane and in 2022 i cannot fathom that humanity has not progressed enough to understand that they do not own anything on this planet that anything on this planet is literally here for all of us to tap into or to enjoy to some degree okay not to abuse not to control not to withhold not to sanction is literally here for everybody to be able to access, for everybody to have a good way of living. And the fact that for as long as we've been here, we've been using resources to manipulate and to control and to abuse our power is just another comet pattern that needs to be burned and singed away, okay? So with distelium, in Pisces, this full moon in Virgo, a lot of that is happening. A lot of people, I, I feel significantly that the military service are going to be of significance over this period, especially over the next six months. I would not be surprised and I feel like I'm being very optimistic and enthusiastic about the way in which I see humanity progressing, but I would love 
I'm just gonna put it out there, speak to the universe. If every single military person just decided that my life is worth more than fighting for things that I do not understand and just decides to quit. Now, without any troops, who are they gonna to use to fight? Who's gonna fight their battles? If we want peace, we have to be the peace, okay? In the ideal scenario, and I'm Pisces, I'm an idealist, what if the troops came together and just decided that they were going to fight the government instead? <laughs> Not fight the government, but they were just going to protest and, you know, they were going to stand up for their countries as one united front and they were going to decide that enough is enough and there is no more bloodshed, there is no more war, there is no more disagreements. They have to negotiate and get on the same page. What if that was something that happened? How magical would it be to see that like we saw with the freedom convoy people dis despite what side of the of the political coin they sat on decided that i'm going to put my differences aside i'm going to put my opinions aside and i'm going to stand up for what i believe is right and that's the the principle here standing up for what we believe is right one thing we know for sure is wrecking a country stopping people from going about their daily lives, ruining their their lives, even putting them at risk of death is not right in any circumstance, is not right. And we should not be enabling that behavior at all. Okay, another thing here is the full moon is actually in the fifth house, okay? So I, mm, I don't know if I should say this. I feel like in regards to Russia and Ukraine, someone's going to surrender. Someone's going to be forced to surrender. Okay. They're going to have to be able to see a different perspective. I think the people are going to force them to surrender as well. Like I said, going back to the uh, military services, because we have vertex in the sixth house, which is something, again, it's a fated point and it's in Libra. So there needs to be some sort of balance, some sort of awareness, some sort of negotiation, some sort of collaboration, some sort of partnership, new partnership that needs to be established. We also have Chiron in the 12th house. Now I did a video about um, healing through relationships and that can be applied to individuals, but also to the collective that through our relationships with other people, we can recognize our wounds. And I feel like a lot of these global leaders need to take a hard look at themselves, their behaviors, their patterns, the way that they see the world, the way that they engage with the world, check their ego and decide that there's parts of them that don't need to exist anymore and they need to get over it. They need to let bygones be bygones, let the past be the past and learn to move into this new era, this new age energy that's um, available for everyone to tap into. That we don't own people, we don't own places, we don't own resources. They are simply there as, um, as a gift from the universe as a gift from this beautiful earth for all of us to be inhabitants here that's what they're there for it's not for you to say who can have it and who can't have it it's so annoying that people think they can do that you don't own anything you don't own anybody on this planet you think they have these problems in other in other on other planets no they don't 
they don't it's only humans that do this sort of crazy stuff around control power and abuse okay so guys that was a lot of ranting um and one of the things that the full moon in virgo whilst i was channeling the energy was teaching me was that i had to learn to be mutable myself I usually have a routine, I usually read the chart, I usually type up my blog post and then I put the blog post out, I do the astrology for the month and then I record my episodes and then I edit and then I upload and then I do my tarot readings and Spirit said no, that's not what you're going to do this month, that's not what you're going to do for the full moon in Virgo which I found quite contradictory because Virgo is a very analytical structured sign but they were like sometimes things happen that prevent you from doing what you would usually do. And you have to learn to adapt to that. You are not in control, is what I was learning. You are not in control. Your subconscious and your emotional and spiritual body is more in control than you seem to understand. And it's okay to honor those parts of your being if you wanna maintain a sense of vitality, if you wanna maintain good health, okay? So in your own individual lives, you could be feeling like, I need to be a little bit more mutable when it comes to my engagement with certain things or even people. And one of the things about uh, Pisces and Virgo is they're highly critical and their high expectations. They sometimes live in a fantasy world. So they see the world through rose colored glasses, okay? Everything is supposed to be perfect and the reality is, is that this world is not perfect. This earth is not perfect. The people on it are not perfect. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to do things wrong. And all we can do is learn to forgive and extend compassion towards the people that do ultimately get things wrong. Because even if they seem to get something wrong, that is our perspective not their perspective. Whatever they choose to do, they think that's the right thing for them to do at that moment. Okay? So the aspects, the aspects that the moon is making. So we have the sun and the moon opposing. So you're going to have conflict between your mind and your heart, uh, trying to be on the same page. Um, and like I said, you need to feel your way into that process of bringing them onto the same page. You need to, your subconscious needs to talk to the conscious to know um, how to bridge that gap. We also have a, nep uh, a Neptune opposition to the moon, okay? So your feelings are not clear. <laughs> what you feel, um, what you feel is right. And this is a thing that Pisces does a lot. Pisces does this a lot. Pisces feels something and then sometimes acts off that feeling before having all the information and having all the facts. And then when they actually calm down, because Pisces has a temper that people don't seem to talk about often um, and can be quite destructive. When they calm down and they realize that maybe they acted a bit out of, um, they, blow, they blew things out of proportion and maybe they did try and, you know, self-sabotage situations and opportunities. Um, they realize that maybe there is a way to be more adaptable, to be more mutable, to be more um, balanced, okay? We also have the moon trining Pluto. So 
that's a great aspect for change for allowing change especially for our emotional body to allow ourselves to purge these negative rigid way of doing things and this um, unrealistic way of seeing the world and seeing others and allowing um, space for a new way to to come into our subconscious and to come into our conscious mind actually because Pluto is about our psychology, the things that make up the depth of us, okay? So there could be a significant um, change in regards to how power is distributed or used um, over the next couple months. We can see people using their power in a very positive way and not abusing their power. And I think we might be seeing that already happening. Like people, um, especially positions in power, can decide to do something um, but they're all also analysing the greater impact of those decisions. And unfortunately, we have to make sacrifices in, in the decisions that we make. The decisions that we make may not always appease everyone because we can't please everyone. And that's something that Pisces needs, learns to um, understand in their lifetime is that ultimately they have to make decisions that benefit themselves. And if they don't benefit the wider group, then sometimes that's okay. And we have the moon trying the north node. So we're going towards a new beginning. We're embracing this new way of being. We're allowing ourselves to open up to this way, new way of um, engaging with the world and what's happening around us. And I definitely feel like the people, there's a lot of um, energy in the 11th house and the 10th house. So the people are going to be very significant in how this situation pans out. The people, the normal people, the civilians, the people who are in these situations and the people who are witnessing these situations. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a load of protests around the world, a load of protests for, not for, not for um, like more conflict, but com more protests about the fact that conflict shouldn't be happening and that it needs to be stopped. That's what I see. So guys, that is my interpretation of the full moon in Virgo. God, I hope you could get what I was saying from this because there was a lot of information coming out and I tried to record it yesterday. It just wasn't happening. And I think I was just being a perfectionist. Um, no surprise there, but um, I hope you guys have an amazing full moon in Virgo. I will be back very soon.